Hey, my name is Amanda and I'm a Revelation Wellness Platoon 25 graduate and I wanted to share a little bit with you about my experience with the virtual training and virtual retreat. So I got to know Revelation Wellness probably about four years ago and ever since then I've wanted to be a part of it but I've always had two things that held me back whenever the platoon signups would come around and those two things were the cost and the travel to Arizona. So, enter COVID, and I wake up to an email one morning that says that the cost has been cut in half and that there will be no traveling for retreat, that it'll all be done virtually at home. So God pretty much removed those excuses away, and I knew then that it was time for me to go ahead and commit and sign up, and I haven't regretted it one day since then. Um, even though it's been virtual, I felt connected the whole time. I always felt like I was a part of the, the training experience and they work so hard to ensure that you do. And probably the part that impacted me the most were the small groups. So your small group is a group of around eight people that each week after the main call on Zoom, you would meet with your small group in another Zoom room and discuss things that week, um, maybe things that you learned or certain things that they have for you to talk about. And I was a little worried and fearful when I first found out the small groups that I was assigned to because I'm a Kentucky girl, that's obvious, right? <laughs> and all the ladies in my small group were from places like Pennsylvania and Massachusetts and Canada. So immediately the fear set in that, you know, our first Zoom that we're on and I start talking, these ladies are going to be frantically searching to see if there's subtitles that they can bring up or they'll be hitting Google Translate, but that wasn't the case at all. But God knew exactly what he was doing when he put me in this group because since then, those ladies have become some of my closest friends and some of the biggest blessings in my life. We would meet weekly to encourage each other and inspire each other, speak truth and pray over one another. Our small group leader was such an amazing lady and she's become a wonderful mentor and friend in my life. So we just all connected and bonded so well. It was so wonderful and even like a month after graduation, we all still connect daily and do the same thing. We still encourage and pray for one another. So I encourage you that if you can't stop thinking about it, and maybe you're like me and you had those two particular excuses that have always held you back, and now those excuses are gone. Give God your yes. I'm so thankful that I did because this truly has been one of the best experiences in my life. Not only has God given me my small group ladies, but He's given me a whole family of Rev sisters and brothers across, across the country and across the globe that I get to be a part of. And for me, personally, that's a big blessing. So give Him your yes and just watch Him bless you beyond measure. I promise you, you won't regret it. And I really feel like it's going to be one of the best experiences of your life too. Okay, this is really important. You just heard a testimony from Amanda as she came through Revelation Wellness Instructor Training. Our most recent group of graduates, Platoon 25, 
online and at home. And Platoon 26 is enrolling right now. Same thing, online, at home, and tomorrow is the end of our early bird discount. Tomorrow, you get an additional $200 off of training if you enroll by tomorrow evening. You don't want to wait. Y'all, I don't I want to not only save you some money and also save you some time of getting in and getting ready. If you enroll now, you're going to also get my Friday coaching calls to prepare you. These are coaching calls that are going to help you to get ready for what you can expect, time management, things that we want, the real practical nitty gritty things that those who come early are going to be best prepared. Turns out early birds eat really good worms. <laughs> that sounds gross, but you know what I mean. So I would love to see you in this next Friday coaching call. Um, we are really, really excited that Platoon 26 is going to be even more. Um, we, Because we learned um, so much on our last online, which was amazing, that it's even better. We can't help it. We always want to be providing the most excellent training for you. And if you have noticed a change in yourself, in your framework, the way you think about fitness, the way you relate to your body, the way you see the world around you, are you having more optimistic thinking, more joy, more strength, more courage? That's not coming just because you are moving your body. It's because you're moving your body and renewing your mind. When bodies move, minds renew. And if we're going to renew our mind, we need to put in the right information. And that's what you're doing here. But guess what? There are people who need this message that only you can go to. Only you can. This is the great co-mission. We co-labor together. Don't leave me all alone out here to do this work by myself. There's a joy for you. There's a, a fulfillment for you that will only happen as you have the courage to step in and step forward and say, I'll go first. Start with me, God. And that's really what instructor training is. It's discipleship for your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength. Don't worry about what, what's it going to look like? What am I going to do after? You just know you're being called. Just come. Enough with all the questions and worries and wonders and whys. We would encourage you to swipe up, download a packet if you haven't already. You can come to one of the Zoom calls where other people are there asking questions prior to enrollment, being prayed for, being encouraged. You are not alone. That is the lie of pain and suffering. You're alone and nobody gets you, right? Well, look around this ministry. There are over 2,000 Revelation Wellness instructors worldwide who are working this harvest field. But there are people only you can reach. So come, friends, swipe up, join, save yourself $200, and we will be blasting off into Platoon 26 here pretty, pretty soon. So don't miss online at home again when COVID's over and we can meet again. I don't, I don't know what our training is going to look like. I cannot guarantee this will always be happening. So not creating scarcity or lack. I'm just giving you the truth so you don't feel like, well, I didn't know. I don't know either, but I'm in the moment pursuing the Lord for what our discipleship looks like post-COVID because there will be a post-COVID, friends. All right. Enjoy today's class. Move your body. Shake free be built up in the goodness, kindness, and faithfulness of God. Love you guys. Peace. Getting the playlist going in three, two, one, play. All right. Good morning. Good evening. Good afternoon. 
common word there. Good. <laughs> it is really good to be with you. Truly look forward to this each week to get to move like this on a Monday with you. Maybe it's a different day of the week for you because you're listening to an older episode. Here's the good news. God's word is active and alive. And how cool is it that you are getting active and feeling alive right now? I just think there's something there. There is something there. So, welcome. Take a deep breath, inhale. Exhale. Make some noise with your breath. Go ahead. Here's what this space and this time is not for. Trying to hold it together. <laughs> We're gonna get limbic here. Whenever you exercise, it's called, you're really getting limbic. It's engaging in a reflexive action. Walking, moving your body, Pretty reflexive you've been training for this your whole life so you don't have to think about your hips stabilizing you or your core engaging you too much now that's why we try to draw attention to those body parts bring some awareness because movement without awareness is dangerous and not the good kind of danger. Because in the gospel, we're called to be risk takers, stepping outside our comfort zone. But you're doing that deliberately, making a choice. It's when we're not aware that we will get drawn into places and wonder, how did we get here? <laughs> right? So. Welcome to a deliberate time of being aware, and you're also being quite reflexive. That's why I think these are so powerful. You're doing something that you don't have to think about doing, breathing, moving, and then deliberately holding your attention on what God might have to say today. Can I tell you this? What you look for, you find. Did you expect to hear from him? Yes, you will. If you don't expect to hear from him, you won't. So God, thank you. Thank you for your love, your kindness, your grace, that we are upright today, that we are breathing. Come and have your way, King Jesus. Speak to us in the language of our body aches and pains, hurts and disappointments, we give you permission, God, highlight them, spotlight, bring your healing light, in Jesus' name, amen. Okay, on a scale of one to ten, probably about a five or six right now, one to three is just moving around your life, going about the day. Anything four to eight, you're gonna start to engage your breath. Five, six, and seven is deliberate exercise. 
allow yourself settle in. I want you to body scan right now where your tight place is. Breathe into them and accelerate just a little bit. Do it like an act of shaking things off. Come on. 10 seconds. 10. Four, three, two, pull back. Well done. All right, last time I was with you, we were holding in mind King Hezekiah. A king who instead of tearing down the, the places of idolatry in the land, he says, let's build up. Before we tear down, let's build. He gets the people of Israel, starting with the priests and the Levites, those who've been chosen by God to minister to him, to come back to the temple. Accelerate. Come on. And I don't know if you're in the sugar fast right now, yet if you're not or if you are, just being here, you are returning to the temple. 1 Corinthians 16, Paul tells us, we are now the temple, the dwelling place of God. Your body, specifically, he says, don't you know this? Your body is the temple now. Wow. It means we can't outsource this thing. We can't have our whatever is defiling us. We can't go, oh, well, that's just over there in the temple. No. It's here in us. Pull back. <laughs> you guys, and that's good news. Some of you might think, that's just too much. No, it's good news. Because now, you and God have an anchor point. This place in your body is where everything goes down. Where you have your thoughts, your emotions, <laughs> right? Because it's the place, we all know this, that you are in control of. You choose the atmosphere. Pull back. All right, now listen. So Hezekiah sets everything up, and it's all going according to plan. Basically, the sum of 2 Chronicles 29 to 31 is about Hezekiah reestablishing worship, telling the priests that they have been chosen to stand in God's presence and minister to him. If the priests go first, the people return. Y'all, we are the priests. Come on, we are the priests. So get ready. Return. We're going to light the lamp, clear out the vestibule, accelerate, go. Breathe, everyone, breathe big. Knees to chest. Think heart open. Come on. Pull back. Well done. 
Doing a great job, everyone. Doing a great job. Okay, so Hezekiah starts with the place of worship, pulling in the people who were chosen by God to establish and minister to God in that place of worship, the priests, which Peter says we now are. Right? Jesus takes this covenant, completes it, and puts it in us. Not in a temple, in a building. This is why Jesus says, you see those buildings? I'm going to tear those down in three days. And it was considered blasphemy. (laughs) Yeah. People couldn't imagine. Wait, we are going to become the temple? And so we are now the priests. Because every temple needs an intercessor, a person to make offerings for the shortcomings of the people and for the praise of God. Come on, we're not here to just point out bad news. Celebrate good news. And actually, if we're more focused on good news, if we're deliberate and aware of what is good, I'm telling y'all, what is bad will shrink. You cannot hold two opinions at the same time. You have to choose. Choose. All right, so Hezekiah reestablishes worship. The priests get to work. Everyone starts taking their positions. Places, everyone, places. Things are going right. Then the people of God start to come back to the temple, make their offerings. They're making so many offerings. They're being renewed in the Lord because they had been rebellious, far away from God. And we know this is the ebb and flow of our hearts. We're prone to wander. Lord, we feel it. The people come back to the temple. They make so many offerings that there are heaps of offerings. I love that. I'm so, I love that. I'm still in love with that thought. The people would bring that much offering to God that they're, they're not just bringing their little, but they're much. <laughs> so much that Hezekiah had to go, what are we doing with these heaps? And Hezekiah starts distributing it throughout the land, taking care of priests in other places, taking care of, basically expand, expand. Let's take what's happening here and expand it. That's why some of you are called to be Revelation Wellness Instructors. God wants this to expand. I'm only one girl. And don't you go, oh, well, you've got a podcast in a No. I will not know people you will know. You're a priest. You're a priestess. All right, so. Everything's going good. Verse 21 of chapter 31. (laughs) Actually, I'll start at 20. Thus Hezekiah did throughout all Judah, and he did what was good and right and faithful before the Lord his God. And every work that he undertook in the service of the house of God and in accordance with the law and the commandments, seeking his God, he did with all his heart and prospered. That's where we left off. Because when we return to the Lord, the Lord returns to us and he makes good on be fruitful and multiply. 
he makes good on his word. But then, here we go. Chapter 32. After these things and these acts of faithfulness by Hezekiah, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came and invaded Judah and encamped against the fortified cities, thinking to win for himself. And when Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come and intended to fight against Jerusalem, he planned with his officers and his mighty men to stop the water of the springs that were outside the city. And they helped him. A great many people were gathered and they stopped all the springs and the brook that flowed through the land, saying, why should the king of Assyria come and find much water? He set to work resolutely, built up all the wall that was broken down, and raised towers upon it. And outside it, he built another wall, and he strengthened the Milo in the city of David. He also made weapons and shields in abundance. He set combat commanders over the people and gathered them together to him in the square at the gate of the city and spoke encouragingly to them saying, quote, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or dismayed before the king of Israel, Assyria and all the horde that is with him. For there are more with us than with him. With him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people took confidence from the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. This is the word of the Lord. in the right direction where sacrifices are being made and obedience is occurring and we've got offerings going on there will be an attack because you have awakened the sleeping proud and dumb giant you understand this is nothing to fear but Hezekiah knew, he knew what to do. <laughs> he knew because a worshiper, someone who is found in the house of the Lord, that is your heart, that is your place, that's where you abide, that's where you remain. Nothing is impossible. So Hezekiah knows, his, his mind is sharp. We have got to have a plan. And I love that he just jumps right in. He knows what to do. He doesn't have to fast and weep and rend his clothes and pull his hair. He just knew right away. That's an alert mind. That's someone who's been found worshiping God. On a scale of 1 to 10, 
I'd like you to try and just nestle in, nestle into a seven to an eight. Some of you need to relax your shoulders. You need to take a deeper breath. Get out of your ears. It's like you're, you're starting to stuff your ears with your shoulders. Maybe shake your hands a little bit. Take smaller, lighter steps. Be kind. Engage your belly. Be <laughs> deliberate. So Sennacherib, he's the enemy. Assyria. What is it about Assyria? They definitely got it out for the thing. They got something for the for the people of God. Just wanting territory, right? Because it says it. And he thought they could take these fortified cities by invading Judah, thinking to win them for himself. Come on, you know, right now you have an adversary thinking how to win you for himself. This is why don't leave any clues. <laughs> Careful what you say. Careful what you think. And here's why we have you declare words. Because you can think many things at one time. But when you say words, that's a choice. This is what is true. And it's proven in neuroscience that the words we say register differently to us than the thoughts we think. I, I just believe it's an energetic thing. Your voice awakens heaven in a way only you can. Your voice. Come on. So when Hezekiah saw that Sennacherib had come and intended to fight against Jerusalem, he planned with his officers and his mighty men to stop the water of the springs that were outside the city, and they helped him. They stopped the water. And I love, they asked this question in verse 4, quote, Why should the king of Assyria come and find much water? It's a good question. It's a good question to ask. You guys, I have plants in my house, and I have to say I'm doing a pretty good job. Because in my old house, plants died. Why? Because I never watered them. I didn't care enough. I would forget about them. I liked them initially. They were so pretty. But I was so busy raising babies, taking care of them trying to get them fed and watered, but I wasn't thinking of my plants. So the deal about water is wherever there's water, let go you can sustain life. Let your body move. Accelerating come, on, come up fortune eight. In this song, you're gonna get deliberate, limbic, and deliberate. You go over really threshold. And I, as you go Shake over threshold, I want you to be thinking about the places where you are giving life to the enemy. You provide water for him. You gotta stop the flow. Ready, set, go. Nine. 
place for the enemy. Here's a hint. Look behind your pain and your hurt. People that have wronged you. Accelerate nine. Intentional. Knees up, little steps. Light, think lightly. If you think heavy, you're giving the enemy ground. Think light. Come on. Hang on. Not much longer. You have 40 seconds. Try to stay over your comfort zone. what to do. You're aware. Four, three, two, and you did that. Well done. That's a breathless place. Just outside of your comfort zone. That's pretty much what happens when the enemy comes. You're going to feel outside your comfort zone. We don't see Hezekiah raising his hands and celebrating. No. I'm telling you, take away this. If you are so absorbed in the worship of God, your mind will stay sharp. This is your last working song. We're going to slowly... Give a little more effort, a little more effort, a little more effort. Right now, a little more effort for one minute. And then you're going to give more for another minute and finish with the best you can do for one minute. Verse 5, he set to work resolutely and built up all the wall that was broken down and raised towers upon it. Here's what I know. When a weakness gets exposed in me, I can actually thank the enemy and say, oh, well, thank you for pointing that out. So what? You broke down that wall? I'm going to rebuild it. Accelerate. The Word of God is going to rebuild this thing. 
Come on. It's more effort than you just gave. And sometimes, you guys, you just have to think more effort. Be focused. I'm waiting to hear something. When bad news comes, there are two neuromodulators, two chemicals in our body that kick in, epinephrine and acetylcholine. Epinephrine makes you alert. You pay attention. You're awakened. You've now shifted to deliberate. Acetylcholine helps you focus. When bad news happens, those two chemicals squirt out of you. Go. One minute, go. Last minute. Come on. Epinephrine, agitation, embrace it. Acetylcholine, focus. Thirty seconds. Come on, friends. Come on. Ten. Eight. Six. Four. Three. Two. One. Well done. We're gonna spend 10 more minutes together. Keep your body moving. You can be a little more reflexive now, right? A little drop out of the epinephrine or the adrenaline and the acetylcholine. Now, here's the cool thing. I love this. I love how God's designed our body. It ain't no big thing. When bad news happens, what our body naturally does is actually there to set us up for the supernatural work of God that transforms us. Because that's what worship does. Worship transforms us. In worship, we become people who give our everything to the Lord. Not our some things, but our everything. Worshipers, they just pour it all out. But here's what happens when we pour ourselves out over the Lord from a pure heart with clean hands. He blesses because you're someone he can trust. You can hold his blessings without being crushed or defiling his name. So in bad moments, when epinephrine squirts to get us to be agitated, and then acetylcholine gets us to focus. Those two chemicals are the exact same chemicals that are needed for change. You've heard of neurogenesis or neuroplasticity that we can change our brains. You guys say this out loud. I can change my brain. We used to think people are just who they are and there's nothing we can do but manage and medicate it. Not anymore. It's not true anymore. You can be a new person, but you have to set your mind. Be found in worship. 
And in order for neuroplasticity to happen in the brain, for you to begin to create new thoughts, which create new behaviors, you need epinephrine and acetylcholine, which means you need to be agitated for change to happen. This is why anyone try to do a new language, it's not comfortable. It's frustrating, it's agitating, it's not comfortable at all. And you begin to wonder, why am I doing this? Who cares, I'm too old to learn this language. Is it really that important? I got better things to do with my time than be this uncomfortable. Come on. And that's epinephrine, agitation. But that has to be there for the change to happen. Y'all heard it, nothing new happens unless you do something new. No change happens unless you're willing to make a change. That's the paradox. Choose life or death, comfort or discomfort. And you also need acetylcholine. Focus, stay in this moment. Just be in this moment, you can do this. So I share this because Zachariah, had it in him. I'm sure he was agitated, but he went right to focus, remembering the Lord. Be strong and courageous. He must have heard that from Joshua. Do not be afraid or dismayed before the king of Assyria and all the horde that is with him, for there are more with us than with him. Hezekiah, so smart, so sharp, with him is an arm of flesh, but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. <laughs> and the people took confidence from the words of Hezekiah. Confidence. Take confidence. God is for you. He spoke you and into existence, breathed into you and gave you life. He is for your life. That we would get to the point like Paul to say, oh death, where is your sting? To live is Christ, to die is gain. That's agitation and focus. That's epinephrine and acetylcholine being put to work transforming rather than conforming. Come on, friends. Come on. promises of God because with the enemy is an arm of flesh but with us 
the worshipers is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles to help us everyone let's say this together let's say this scripture together with him is an arm of flesh but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles let's say it again with him see it in your mind make pictures in your mind with him point <laughs> accuse him shame him put the enemy to open shame with him wait that little thing there that little mouse in the corner an arm of flesh but with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles to help us and to fight our battles God wants to help you and he wants to fight your battles you know the way he fights it doesn't cause irreparable damage it doesn't it breaks generational chains the weapons we used and we learned from our parents and they learned from their parents and that were passed down they don't get used anymore we don't rely on chariots and horses but the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles y'all these will just seem like words unless you make it change your mind and that's why I believe these podcasts are so powerful and effective back to where I started you're being limbic you're being in your young place of just doing what you do not having to think about balancing yourself not having to think about putting your left foot down and your right foot down nope but more than that you're bringing that part of you to the temple you're being deliberate about bringing it You're pressing into the discomfort and the agitation. On purpose, you're releasing stress hormones so that you can turn them around. You turn those things around that have tried to destroy you as you just have been reflexing through your life. But now, you're being deliberate. These weapons that have tried to kill me, or have me hurt another, I now use them to change me. Because God is with me to help me fight this battle. So grateful. I'm gonna go quiet. go quiet and I just want you to give thanks to the Lord because gratitude is proven to insulate these new neurons these new thoughts that are creating the new you gratitude 
What are you grateful for about your God and his love for you and your love for him? Come on. Some of you are going to sing a song. Sing it. Isn't he beautiful? Isn't he wonderful? Isn't he marvelous? <laughs> Come on. Y'all, you have found a treasure. Sell everything. Buy the field. <laughs> Take up territory. Make a vision. Have a vision. Make a plan. And expect the Lord to direct your steps. And expect expect an enemy to come come on why are we so surprised he is only an arm of flesh he is earthbound he is bound to this earth he's limited but not our God God come Invade us, God. Bring your healing. Bring your hope. Bring us alive. I speak to infirmity and disease. And I say, take up your mat. Walk. That you are not captive. You are a priest. Now go to the temple. Come back to yourself and make offerings. Thank you, God. Thank you that you are in agreement with this message. Transform us. Use the things that have come against us to change us. In Jesus' name, amen.